0: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Do Podcast. I am your host, Sheetal. And in this episode, I'm in conversation with Harjeet Singh, MD, Tata Services Limited. While he really needs no introduction, for those of you who want to get to know him a little better, Harjeet Singh has over three decades of experience, both in India and internationally. He has helped businesses scale and achieve their true potential. He strongly believes that democratization of tech will increase digital adoption amongst SMBs and will help them in scaling. Harjit is a strong proponent of the idea that helping entrepreneurs develop a digital-first mindset and empowering them with the right tools and knowledge will help them compete effectively with larger competitors and do big in their respective ecosystems. He plays golf in his free time and there is one short that he talks about in golf which he thinks is very important. And that's going to be my first question to you, Harjeet. Welcome to this episode. And do talk to us a little bit about that first shot of golf that you think
1: is the most important shot. Thanks, first of all, Sheetal, for having me here. And and I have the good fortune of being associated with this company for more than 10 years and with the Tata Group for about, uh, you know, uh, 30 odd years. You know, I have an experience of dealing with a lot of small and medium enterprises, uh, which we will talk about uh, sort of as we go ahead. but. You see, golf is a lovely game. And I, I must tell you that you know, while I've been a sporty person all my life, it's an amazing game which mirrors life, you know, in a, in a certain sort of a manner where you have to hit a series of shots to achieve your goal, right? And, and the beauty of it is that every shot can literally be different from what you've done all your life. I think the beauty of it is that you are where you are. You right. can't change the past. You cannot get your last shot back. You have to make two with where you are. And therefore, everything that you do depends on your next shot. And I think it's a sort of a great lesson that I I don't tire of telling, uh, you know, whoever I interact with. That what is important is the next shot that you play. Not what you played, but the one that is in front of you. Not two shots from where you are, but the next shot. Because you need to focus to maximize on that next shot to have a second shot which will help you maximize on your case. So I think that's the, the beauty of the, or that's the messaging of the next shot, which is.
0: And I love that messaging because that's really what businesses need to do, right? It doesn't matter what you did in the past. You may have done great, you may not have done so well, but it's really what are you focusing on next? And I think that's a great insight from the game of golf. Uh, thank you for that. I'm sure that you've, you know, kind of worked around the globe and you've worked a lot in India, like you said. When you think about all of your exposure and where technology is today, what are those trends today which are shaping the market?
1: See, like I said, uh, I have had the, call it the good fortune or experience of working with a number of small and medium enterprises. And I would dare say that there would be at least 50,000 customers that one would have interacted with in some capacity or the other. And from that vantage point, clearly there are some important trends that one sees right perhaps they may be different from uh, some of the buzzwords that uh, you know you would be hearing um, today so if i look at especially the small and medium enterprises i think the one big theme that we've seen is digital transformation or digitization you might argue that really it's not a trend because we've heard of this theme for many years so so what is digital transformation or what is uh, digitization it is really an effort on the part of a company to rewire the organization, move workloads online, right? With the purpose of improving the customer journey. That's the fundamental thing. If digitization is not improving the customer journey, then it is really not achieving anything. And if one presumes that if you improve the customer journey, make it fluid and frictionless and, you know, all sorts of things, it will translate into scale and revenue. Right? So that is what uh, sort of organizations have been looking at. If you go back five years, and, and if you were to speak with, say, some of our target customers, digitization would have been sort of, if not the forefront, one of the important things that they would have been focusing on. But with COVID and many of the other sort of uh, events that have happened, uh, the geopolitical issues that we are seeing, the macroeconomic environment being not that conducive digitization has become even more important. And it has evolved over a period of time. So if you looked at uh, within our customer set, customers who've gone down the path of digitization, their focus would have been on making sort of the operating environment more efficient. While, like I said, there are a number of games, and the primary gain is really the improvement of the customer journey. The initial uh, few sort of uh, companies that we saw, which were going down that path, they were chasing operational efficiency. And many of the companies which had that kind of a objective have not realized the gains that they were really sort of contemplating at that time. Over a period of time, one has realized that unless you are focusing on the core of your business, with great products in front of your customers, service your customers, make the journeys great, digitization would not have that much of an impact, right? So that I would say is a key theme that we are seeing playing out in the larger enterprises. They are more advanced in their journey. The small and medium enterprises, some of them are advanced in the journey, but many of them are still contemplating what to do or what not to do. If I may sort of uh, build on this theme. So if customer improvement of customer journey is the key theme of digitization, then how well do you know your customers? It really becomes important, right? So a related point would be that I would say any digital transformation is also a data transformation story. Because once you've moved all your workloads to the digital environment, you're generating tons of data out there. How do you make sense of that data? How how do you see patterns out there, right? So AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning becomes important, right? Because those are tools which give you the ability to process significant amount of data and convert it into insights, right? Sort of which can be used uh, for taking the next steps, and that really is the definition of traditional AI. We are now talking about generative AI, which goes a step forward, correct so you know the, the generative AI not only processes data but then acts on it correct, for instance, to write a piece of code, to write customer content to help you design better products. so it really is now getting into the realm of uh, you know human sort of intelligence, right so uh, artificial intelligence is becoming so uh, in some ways natural sort of intelligence the sub theme under digitization that i would want to talk about is the movement to cloud and this also has gone through an evolution movement to cloud initially was more of an it ask right so every function uh, every company uh, you know it saw it as a means to reduce the cost the operating sort of cost by moving Uh, you know, platforms, applications from a captive database to a sort of a public cloud and all. But there again, experience shows and research also shows that many of the companies which embarked on that journey on the basis of this objective have not really gained much, right? Because the real beauty of cloud is actually enabling you to do newer things rather than doing the same things, right? So, if you are in a fast-moving environment, you know, you're know design products on the fly, you need to innovate, you need to be resilient, flexible, that is what sort of cloud enables, right? I think, uh, so the real value, uh, one is able to extract if one goes down that path. So from my vantage point, digitization and the sub-themes of AI, ML, and uh, cloud are really some of the trends that are very, very relevant to the customer set that we
0: So um, what happens with a lot of SMBs is there's so much technology and so much jargon which is flying around in and around them, right? And it becomes extremely difficult. So the explanation that you gave saying why AI uh, or why cloud makes a lot of sense. But when there is so much jargon happening, when there is so much chatter, if I may call it, happening around you, how do SMBs then... How should I say, root themselves into what is the right technology for them or what is it that they should be focusing on? And I like the lens of outside in, which is customer first. But are there other such things that they should keep in mind to decide which technology works
1: best? You know, that's a great question. Uh, uh, Because when one is talking about small and medium enterprises, you know, one is not saying that they are not successful, they are successful enterprises in their own right. So they are doing a lot of good things, right? So they would have, uh, literally in all cases, a great product. Uh, They would have an understanding of the customer, uh, which is perhaps bordering on intuitive rather than sort of systemic, right? So whether that understanding of the customer is evolving over a period of time may be a challenge for uh, some organizations. So, like I said, one can safely presume that they know their act, right? So that's why they are successful. But the problem comes when uh, you know literally everyone is adopting digital techniques and you get literally pushed into it saying "Oh, so somewhere you forget that digital technologies are a means to an end rather than the end itself. So I think on the part of the small and medium enterprises to not go wrong in this journey, it's very important to go back and reflect on what are they trying to solve right so uh, they may have great customers if scale, is something that you're chasing and literally every organization would be then that is what they need to focus on when they embark on their digital journey or when they're assessing sort of digital sort of techniques out there knowing which part of the value chain they are trying to fix or trying to improve is a really important uh, sort of uh, starting point not even then even then even if you are reasonably clear about or very clear about what you want to do the supply side like you said is very complicated they hosts of providers, uh, you know, doing a sub process or multiple processes, and it's very, very easy to get confused out there. And that is where perhaps SMEs suffer in comparison to the larger enterprise. They don't have captive skills to be able to assess what is right for them. Certainly, I mean, this is not to say, uh, you know, SMEs are uh, one man, two man, three man organization. They do uh, have a sort of a sufficient amount of skill set out there. But in comparison to the larger enterprises, that's one area where they lack. Uh, And therefore, on the part of the SME, to be able to be abreast of what the latest digital technologies are, to have those necessary skill sets in-house and not just in a couple of people, but across the organization becomes sort a very important part. So, skilling, uh, I would say, uh, is an element that becomes very important. What also helps is that if in this supply side, you have partners who are willing to walk down the path with you, right? So who may be at the end of the day pitching a product or service, but largely are helping uh, the small and medium enterprise really summarize, conceptualize what is being targeted, what is the opportunity set or the space that we have, and therefore what technologies will serve us better. And, and I would like to say that you know our organization is in the nature of a partner. So while we have a core set of products and services, uh, the interactions that we have with SMEs is more like a partner, saying that we know what you want. We perhaps understand the supply side better than you. Yes, uh, that doesn't mean that you need to have those skill sets in-house, but we'll walk down the path with you so that your investment, again, you know, they're they're stretched as far as investment is concerned, uh, you know, vis-à-vis large enterprises. Therefore, they have to make every investment count. We are... Uh, you know, willing to partner with them. And there are other sort of companies as well who go down that path and help uh, you know small and medium enterprises navigate through this maze and suggest what will work for them and when, you know, for instance, if I'm solving a customer awareness uh, sort of a problem. Then, you know, digital marketing really becomes important if we are solving the problem of being very close to the customer and, you know, really trying to understand even their latent needs and desires. AI becomes a sort of an important tool out there. And uh, like in the, you know, previously I mentioned that if we are, if the SME is an industry which is fast moving, uh, then cloud really becomes a good enabler uh, for uh, SMEs to compete sort of fruitfully in that segment.
0: The other interesting point that you made for me was the fact that people who have gone down the path of digital transformation with efficiencies in mind have not really been able to leverage the digital transformation as well. But um, typically an SMB mindset is about operational efficiencies first, because we're all, all SMB thing are cash strapped, bootstrapped for the work that they're doing. But they've walked the path through the operational efficiency route. You know, how do you then guide them to say, yes, you've taken the first step. Now can we make it bigger, better? Um, So how does that happen?
1: which is really to convince them that, uh, uh, you know, I briefly touched upon it, that the g- digital transformation journey cannot be siloed. You can't only fix the operating model and be successful, right? So while you may opt to do that initially, but over a period of time, the entire customer journey has to be stitched, uh, you know, to be made uh, sort of fluid and sort of frictionless. And And that is the messaging that, we typically have given to our small and medium enterprises that there certainly there will be an element of priority in what you take in now and uh, what you do later but the greatest gain see again there is no company which doesn't want to scale right every company wants to be better at what they're doing so you, that, that's where the operational efficiency comes in but there is no company that i've met which says okay i'm happy with the 500 customers that i have and by the way you know i'm i've closed my shop right so certainly if growth if scale is an aspiration and that is an aspiration of every sme then every small and medium enterprise would have to look at beyond just the fulfillment function to go down the path of actually what we call the generate function the function which generates revenue uh, and really attack that one uh, to be able to be competitive because over a period of time you know uh, unfortunately and we've seen that that organizations die right if they don't uh, address the entire value chain and try to be efficient and have a competitive advantage across the value chain.
0: I know you've touched upon this, but let me ask this question anyways. One of the biggest hurdles that SMEs have is market access and lack of market access. I'm just trying to understand how do you see digital technology playing a role in that and helping them uh, get better market
1: access? So so while we briefly spoke about it, I think that's fundamentally the appeal of digital transformation is actually making, in making this access for small and medium enterprises better. Because let's say, if you were to assume that there is no digital play and everything is physical, then small and medium enterprises have no chance to compete with the larger enterprises, with their infrastructure, with their ability to be present where the customer is. SMEs will have no chance, right? So so clearly, with digital technologies, some of that gap or a large portion of that, that gap is filled by uh, the smaller enterprises, if they can uh, sort of build the awareness of their customer set uh, with respect to their products and services. And we have, uh, you know, technologies out there, whether it is digital marketing, you know, or many other tools and platforms, which literally then, uh, at least in the eyes of the customer, uh, the provider is all encompassing. He's everywhere, right? He literally may be a small shop sitting somewhere but uh, digital allows you to amplify uh, your presence in front of your uh, sort of customer. Uh, So in that sense, I think, uh, you know, digital technologies help uh, query the pitch as far as small and medium enterprises concerned. But that's not the only access element uh, that the small and medium enterprises lack. Uh, You can build an interest in your products and services, but how do you go down the entire fulfillment chain, right? So... A customer may be aware of my products and services, but how do I create communication right from that awareness to sales to fulfill and the rest of the journey so that the customer then gets the experience that perhaps he's habituated when dealing with a sort of larger enterprises, which is where, you know, this connect has to be a little bit more permanent. Uh, the communication, listening posts have to be two-way. AI, machine learning have to step in to make use of these interactions. You know, I, I may be listening to you But there is a limit to what I will retain, you know, about what you say. So how do you get science there uh, to make sure that you always are abreast of what the customer requirements and how he wants to go down uh, sort of uh, that customer journey? Also, the fact that in a pure, I think, physical environment, let's say a larger organization has offices in every city and therefore, you know, they can appeal to customers and convert customers. How do uh, small and medium enterprises sort of at that advantage that uh, large enterprises have, or nullify that advantage, you know, being listed on say marketplaces. We've seen uh, as consumers ourselves, I mean, how much we interact, how much we sort of transact uh, on the likes of Amazon and Flipkart and all the rest of it, where the company that we may be buying from, we literally, we may not have heard about them. But just the fact that and Amazon is giving them five stars and 2,000 people have already bought, you know, sort of fills us with confidence that this is a good organization we should buy from them. So to be listed uh, in marketplaces then sort of nullifies the fact that larger uh, enterprises have a bigger infrastructure. So multiple technologies uh, will improve the access. Large enterprises may arguably still have a better access, uh, but to a large extent that can be nullified through the use of digital technology.
0: So what it's really doing is helping bridge the gap for them. And it's not like, a complete David versus Goliath story in that sense. You're not so small that you can't really think about growth. The other question that I had for you is, SMEs are constantly struggling with what first, right? Because everyone starts on a journey, can't do the end-to-end piece uh, because there's constraints of all kinds. There could be manpower constraints, cost constraints, all kinds of constraints. So when an SME Embarks on the journey for digital transformation. I'm assuming that, uh, you know, there is no solution that fits all. But are there some things that you feel is a good start point for them uh, versus trying to conquer it all? You know, is going onto the cloud if they're not on cloud a good first step? I'm just trying to understand what are those good first steps for them to take?
1: Sorting, like you said, there is uh, no one solution that will work for uh, all small and medium enterprises and i would i would also say that uh, despite the fact that we worked with so many customers uh, on this journey you know if you press us we would be hard pressed to tell you that this should be done first right because circumstances are very different every industry is different the con- competitive environment is different right maybe you know italy i mean I was just exaggerating to make a point let's say there is an industry where everyone's sort of is has not gone down their digital path. That industry is very different from an industry which is evolving sort of every day. But what we do uh, sort of see some of the trends is that if you focus on your biggest problem first or biggest challenge or biggest thing that you want to improve, that generally will work for you. I mean, I this is very really sort of, it's obvious, right? It is common sense. You can choose to solve your small problems and then focus on the larger problem. But if you do so, Maybe a time will come when you don't have time to solve your bigger problem and you'll be out of business. So typically, in small and medium enterprises, uh, uh, as we sort of spoke in the last question, access is a bigger issue. In my experience, I think I've made a lot of organizations with great products. Uh, also a great sort of, uh, you know, fulfillment environment. Uh, not so much digitally involved, but they are getting a great experience. You know, somebody's always there uh, sort of uh, who's available to fix problems if there are. It's about how do you take the next step. You may have a base of 500 customers, decent revenues, good profit, good resources, but that's not sustainable, right? Over a period of time, somebody who sees your product as being great for a you know a set of customers will scale better than you, and then you will struggle. So, uh, at least my advice would be to focus on the customer facing. Uh, processes, whether it is demand generation, uh, you know, or, or even customer service first uh, and and address those first before you then uh, go down the path of moving other workloads uh, online. Uh, having said that, since most of the processes, workloads are interconnected, so it's just a matter of time. It's just what you choose to do first uh, and typically you should choose to fix the access part, fix the scale part, uh, you know, of uh, sort of making sure that A large number of customers are aware of our products and services and are able to transact on platforms that we make available for them. If we fix that bit first, uh, I think we are in a good uh, place.
0: In your experience and because you've interacted with so many customers, what are the key challenges that they face? And where do you see Tata Tele Services playing a pivotal role in democratizing technology? So problems
1: and your role. See again, uh, like I said earlier, most of the organizations that we met, they are they are in existence because they are doing a lot, which is right, right. So they have, um, they have good experience. They have a great product. They are very clear of the segment that they are serving. They are serving them well. Just that they are not scaling, sort of, uh, you know, beyond a point. So they understand the dynamics of their business. They also understand what will make their business bigger and better, right? So they, they are acutely aware of some of the challenges that they have. It's the supply side that they are often not aware of. think that, okay, I know my problem. The problem is of scale, customer awareness. There are this whole host of solutions out there. How do I navigate, right? So, so that becomes really becomes the biggest challenge. In large enterprises, you have sets of people with those skills who are able to, uh, on behalf of the organization, assess what is best for them. For small and medium enterprises, that may not always be the case. So one big solution for that is to fix your house, right? You know, you can uh, seek help, but before you seek help, make sure that at least there is a bit that you can do on your own. Therefore, to make sure that your organization has the right skills uh, in that space and you are able to attract people with that amount of uh, you know skills. And again, there uh, the environment that we live in, the hybrid environment that we live in, supports them because today it's possible for me even if i'm a large organization or small organization to have access to the best skills out there i need an employee that skill full time i can have access uh, to those skills on a part time basis and therefore some of that skill gap is covered the second equally important thing is to find partners who are willing to walk that path with you right and that is where companies like ours uh, sort of co- uh, you know come come into the picture So one solution is fix your house, be skilled, have access to skills. The second bit is in your assessment, get a partner who is willing to walk down the path with you, who has a common economic goal at the end of it. This company grows and the partner sort of grows. That's where literally where I think we see our space, where we see our niche. We have a tremendous amount of experience uh, in providing what is the foundation of all digital technologies, which is core connectivity, whether it is data or voice, I think we provide those sort of call it digital highways that on, on which you have to sort of transact. So that is our core service. On top of that, what we've developed over the last couple of years is an ability to support the customer across the value chain, whether it is in the generate functions, which is marketing, sales, product, or in the fulfill functions, uh, we have either you uh, sort of created a product on our own or have partnered with the likes of Fortinet, Microsoft, Zoom, and all the rest of it to offer a whole host of products and solutions which help uh, sort of uh, customers uh, navigate this part. Again, just to summarize, what is the big biggest challenge? I think the skill gap in assessing what is right for us is perhaps the biggest challenge that uh, the SMEs face. There are other challenges, funding, all the rest of it. All of these are, you know, uh, challenges are fixable or surmountable, but I would, uh, you know, given the fast pace at which technology is moving, uh, the need to be abreast of you know, what's relevant today becomes a very, very important lever, which is filled by skilling the organization and finding a good partner uh, like us.
0: So, skilling organizations is not an easy task, getting people who... And to even understand who I should get on board is not an easy task for SMBs because they're operating out of a space which is not their core competency. How does a partner like you or does a partner like you work helping them assess that? Or do they have to find, you know, do they have to navigate that landscape on their own?
1: I think literally they have to. I mean, yes, a partner like us can support in a broad sense, uh, saying that, okay. We've narrowed down on the part that you're trying to solve in your in your customers' journey uh, and these are the skills required. these are the solvable in the market which address those skills. So in a sense, the customer or the small and medium enterprises that much more informed about what they need to do. but I think the bulk of the heavy lifting has to be done there by the small and medium enterprise in terms of uh, you see again it's a, it's a case of businesses and allocation of resources right? Uh, how much are you willing to go down the path? Can you get into a situation where you invest in skills so that you're self-sufficient? Or do you partly get the skills and partly depend on a partner who brings sort of complementary skills out there? So again, there is no sort of um, clear answer out there. You know, I'd be candid there. If I'm the guy who's running this business, I think I have to do most of the heavy lifting in terms of, how will I go about? It. I mean, what do I first put in place? what comes second and what comes third. All the right experience of having worked with other people, you know, and therefore what in our view is relevant. Uh, but that choice is literally then made by the, uh, the, the small business.
0: Implement. And um, everyone's talking about the fact that SMBs are going to be the biggest thing this country has, right? Yeah, they are the growth engines of this country. And everyone's talking about how SMBs need to adopt a digital-first mindset. What would your advice be to them to say, how do you go about adopting a digital first
1: mindset? Sort of, it's a complicated question in a sense because if you look at small and medium enterprises, I think what do they stand for? The fact that they are small makes them, in theory, more nimble, right? Uh, the fact that they are perhaps working in a narrower set of customers, they understand that customer, right? So, but at the same time, that really doesn't allow you to scale because somewhere what is intuitive and what is uh, sort of agile and flexible has to be done at a certain scale, right? And therefore, uh, the fact that one has to think digital, you know, because if you don't go down that path, then physical will only take you up to a limit, right? So scale, profitability, uh, and all those wonderful things will come. Uh, for a small and medium enterprise, if they adopt uh, that uh, sort of digital mindset, uh, like I said, by nature, the digital environment should suit them because digital allows you to be collaborative and create products on the fly and you know do all sorts of things. So while they are a perfect test case for going down the digital path and and then do what they do inherently, physically, digitally, because it's all about innovation. Most of the guys that we talk about I mean, they have like I, I. mean, I. I don't tire of repeating this that they have wonderful products, right? And they are also ones who transform or evolve those products very rapidly. If You go to a larger organization. Yes, they want to. They want to respond to the customer need, but somewhere there is this fear of cannibalization. I've created this product. This will is this uh, you know sorting out a newer problem of the customer, or an older problem, in which case it will cannab- cannibalize the existing uh, revenues. So. In this case, I think apart from understanding the core dynamics of your business, getting trained on digital is a really, really important uh, step for these small and medium enterprises because that will help them navigate the supply side and get technologies and products which will work for them. Otherwise, there is a grave danger of investing in something and that investment really not translating it uh, sort of into revenue. So there is no quick fix. To get a digital mindset, I think the realization that any amount of scale will come only uh, through a digital transformation story, uh, which plays across the value chain. You know, ability to design products, ability to attract customers, satisfy them, and for that, some training on behalf of the organization. Where I've seen uh, organizations, you know, take a digital first attitude is where the promoter has himself taken the onus on. It has taken the onus on himself to really upgrade the organization and be abreast of what's happening out there. Yes, I mean, it's not everyone can be a, a technologist, right? As long as you have those necessary skills in your organization, it's that much easier to develop that uh, digital centric sort of a uh, uh, mindset. Having crossed that path, then the fact that there are partners you know, like us uh, who are willing to, to sort of walk down that path helps the organization.
0: So, what you're saying is, you have the nimbleness, you have the agility, you have the product sense. Give it wings with digital. Yes. yes.
1: That's what it takes Absolutely. for them to grow. I think grow. that's very nicely put.
0: Okay. My last question to you is when you think about your own journey, right, over the last couple of years with digital, share with us some anecdotes about things that have worked, things that haven't worked. Uh, what's made this journey fun?
1: See, again, I mean, I'll go, go back to golf there. See, if I'm playing well every day then over a period of time, there, would no be, there wouldn't be any fun in that activity, right? So fun comes from the fact that you are human after all, and you may have the best intent. You may be fully trained, but you will have your share of losses. Uh, I think that really has been the fun in this journey where we've seen sort of companies adopt digital in the right manner and really scale uh, and companies, great companies with the right intent, but adopting digital perhaps. Uh, you know, and not in a very efficient manner, and and sort of uh, therefore uh, sort of failing out there. Uh, and, and literally, I think I'll. Uh, when you talk about anecdotes, I think this is a mission vision exercise that we did a couple of years back within the organization. Where I think there is a tendency on part of the organization to say, "Okay, what are we about? We sell these products and services." And I think uh, the question that I pose to them is think from think about ourselves from the eyes of a customer. Look at some of the customer journeys that we've seen, right? So we've seen a company which started out by being an online library of sorts, right, to now where there are one of the largest e-commerce players in the country, right? So we've seen that journey. So we are about enabling companies to go down that path, right? So we're not just, you know, selling products and services. We're about where there was this company which wanted to democratize sort of education, saying that why should not anyone, all all people, should have access to quality education, irrespective of where they are. And yes, quality education should be available at an affordable cost. That not the entirety of that ambition may not have been realized, but they've gone down that path. So from having a couple of uh, sort of uh, coaching centers to now being such an important online digital education company, that's a big journey. And the fact that we were in their journey right from uh, that stage to whatever so there there's these numerous sort of examples where we've seen both success and failure and uh, where we've also to ourselves proved that we are you know good partners uh, and while you know the core of that growth has to come from the uh, from the company which is running that business but we are good partners uh, and we are able to sort of assist uh, companies to go from small to big Great. Harit, it was an absolute pleasure
0: um, having this conversation with you today. And I'm sure that even the audiences loved listening to you. So on that happy note of um, you sharing interesting golf cases, interesting parallels from golf to business and um, talking about how SMBs can use and leverage technology to scale their businesses. Um, Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your valuable insights. Thank you. Thank you so much. much. Thank you for tuning in to the Do Big Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to providing insights, strategies, and success stories of smart digital solutions for SMEs. We believe that behind every successful business, there's a strong foundation of reliable and secure technology via digital connectivity, cloud infra, cloud apps, collaboration tools, or cybersecurity solutions. In a rapidly evolving digital world where technology is key to progress, Tata Tele Business Services stands at the forefront of digital transformation of SMEs. Tata Tele Business Services, with their extensive experience and commitment to empowering businesses, understands the unique needs of SMEs. Tata Tele Business Services, with their extensive experience and commitment to empowering businesses, understands the unique needs of SMEs. Whether it's scalable connectivity, robust communication tools, or tailored ICT solutions, Tata Tele Business Services is here to propel your business forward. Tata Tele Business Services is synonymous with innovation, reliability, and transformative solutions. With a legacy spanning decades, Tata Tele Business Services has been empowering businesses and transforming lives across the nation. So, If you're ready to take your organization to new heights of success, we encourage you to explore the transformative possibilities that Tata Tele Business Services has to offer. Our contact details are in the description below. Remember, we're available on major podcast platforms. So if you enjoyed today's conversation, subscribe to our podcast for future episodes, which we promise will be packed with equally valuable insights on questions entrepreneurs face as they digitize and scale businesses with the help of technology. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast as well as share it with peers, colleagues, and other entrepreneurs like yourself who will benefit from listening to it. Thank you for listening to us. And until the next time, keep embracing technology and may your business thrive in the digital era.